Welcome back, boys and girls. Hope you guys are having a fantastic day. This is the Daily Dose. Top headline of the day is this one. And it's very interesting. I have to um, I have to dive into this and share it with you guys. Um, there is a possibility that uh, there might be some additional links in there that will follow just to see where it'll lead. It is new uh, compounds that are being extracted, I guess, out of Kratom. Um, alkaloids. Remember, I have said uh, uh, Kratom has 25 alkaloids. Two have been identified to interact with the brain, but we have 23 other ones that uh, uh, at, at the very least should be studied. It's curious. There's no way that it's just two. There might be, um, there might be that 24, 25 alkaloids all combined together do something uh, together. And when you start playing around with it. It might do different things. So in this episode, we'll talk about what it is they may have found. They're saying that uh, one of these compounds out of Kratom are able to treat certain illnesses or diseases and is showing much lesser um, chances of abuse. So it is kind of what we've all been waiting for in a sense that There'll be more studies and more information coming out about the different alkaloids in Kratom. This is an example of what uh, years and years of research would do. And in the coming years, maybe we can find out more. Uh, A couple of years ago, a huge uh, multinational pharmaceutical company patented one of the alkaloids in, uh, in Kratom. We haven't seen anything or any developments uh, as I'm sure we wouldn't until uh, they developed a product that they can um, feel confident about. And that's when we'll actually hear about the news. But uh, the fact that they went that far was um, was first alarming. And if you know me and you've been listening or watching for a while, you'll know why I have feelings like that. It's a bit alarming at first. Um, and I must say even what we are discovering today and what we'll read about uh, is a bit alarming too. Exciting that we are seeing um, scientific data, but frightening in the sense that uh, as we go further and further into research, what's going to happen to the plant? Are we going to at some point see such an over-regulation of it that uh, it can only be prescribed? And that has its own implications. I do, I do admit that things are changing. I mean, but they change slow. Um, very, very slow. When I say things are changing, I mean in the sense that um, the way medicine is being looked at, um, even 10 years ago, a lot of uh, the kind of medical research that was going on wasn't um, wasn't really diving into things like this that seriously. Now, there's a company out there called uh, Mind Meds, and they deal with uh, psilocybin research, various other um, various other chemicals that are known or have been shown to help people. So they've been working aggressively on um, novel applications of of psilocybin, MDMA, and various other things. So that's why I bring it up. 
Now, 10 years ago, companies like this may have existed, but we don't, you know, very, very underground, not spoken about, uh, still taboo to talk about in public or even for the, uh, the public to, to acknowledge or know about. You fast forward today, it's, uh, it's changing in a direction that suggests to me natural is okay. Natural is a good direction to go. But what, is it, uh, what does it mean for Kratom? Can we leave it in its natural state as we further develop uh, the, the, the research and the data that comes out? Can we continue to allow uh, the, the plant to exist or will it inevitably go through all the, the various hands of um, the medical science community? until something is, I want to say, mass-producible, where they can put it into a pill or a single pill, whatever it may be. It's very difficult. Very difficult in the sense that we don't know for sure what will happen, but history tells us oftentimes this is how things end up. Uh, At the same time, we are moving slow, so that could mean... 10 years, 20 years, who knows really, but it could mean that because of how slow we're moving. Perhaps uh, the velocity will increase because uh, a type of momentum uh, will be gained um, and that specific time frame I mentioned might be shorter. But for now, it's still legal. It's still uh, accessible by many, many people. Uh, over-the-counter, don't need a prescription, don't need uh, advice from a physician. If you try it and it works, great. The other aspects of what this um, headline is suggesting is that it's uh, the, the potential for abuse is much lower. And I'm curious as to which of these 25 alkaloids they have isolated and if they had done anything else to it. I guess we'll see. So let me share the screen with you and we'll dive into the article. So here it is. New plant-based compounds have been created. Uh, The compounds are based on alkaloids found in the plant uh, Mitrogena speciosa or Kratom. These compounds could treat AUD and have less, I guess, abusive properties. Let's find out. From here, I'm hoping that um, we can get some more links or a direction to go to uh, to find out a little bit more about what this article is saying. This is just a random article that came up in my feed. Uh, the 2019 National Survey on Drug Use and Health reported that 14.5 million people ages 12 and older have alcohol use disorder. That's a lot of fucking people. Or AUD. This represents 5.3% of that population, according to the National Institute of Alcohol Abuse. Um, Researchers in Purdue University uh, College of Pharmacy, the Purdue Institute for Drug Discovery and Washington University, uh, are synthesizing compounds to treat people affected by AUD or alcohol use disorder. The research was published in the peer-reviewed journal Frontiers in Pharmacology. Uh, 
Richard Van Ryn leads the research program with Sus, uh, Sasruta Mahamdar. Hope I said that right. Uh, he said the compounds are based on alkaloids found in the plant kratom. These compounds could treat AUD and have less abusive potential than opium-derived opioids. Alkaloids found within kratom are considered less problematic than synthetic opioids or opium-derived opioids like fentanyl, morphine, oxycodone. Well, that's a very short article and no other links, but I wasn't expecting that. I didn't know what AUD was until uh, they explained it. So alcohol use disorder, uh, 14 and a half million people is a lot of people, but still out of 350 million, it's maybe not that many uh, when we look at percentage uh, specifics. Um, I do have a case like this though. Uh, In 2014, um, somebody found me. On the, internet, uh, on the internet, and then they found my shop. They came by, and uh, they had mentioned that they were suffering from exactly that, uh, excessive alcohol use, and they were looking for something to, to help them with that behavior. Uh, they had read themselves that Kratom can help, but I was, in 2014, I was one of the very few um, physical retailers and online retailers that carried it. Uh, at that time, I still carry them in kilo bags and would weigh them like tea, uh, like the bulk section of Sprouts or Whole Foods or wherever. And um, we spoke for a little while. He, he mentioned that there was some serious uh, things going on in his life. He may, you know, he may lose custody of his kid and uh, things of that nature that really prompted him to take it seriously, to try to make a change or find something that can help him. Uh, I, I personally didn't have as much data at that time. It had only been a, a couple of years and uh, Kratom wasn't all that popular at that time either. Um, so I was reluctant. I, I told him the truth that most, be, uh, most people would use it for pain management based on uh, what people have said to me over the years um, for energy and things of that nature. But I asked him to share with me where he had read uh, that specific um, detail that it can help him with his alcohol use or the behavior of overusing it. Uh, it turns out that uh, it was just a random forum. And I didn't take it too seriously. It, w- it was an interesting uh, data point, and I logged it uh, for, for future cases. But uh, sure enough, it worked. So that's long story short, it actually worked. And what's funny enough is uh, I hadn't seen him in about three or four years um, after all this happened. And I was thinking about him a couple of days ago. And sure enough, yesterday he walks in uh, after about four years, he walks in um, and we caught up a little bit and he's doing well and really, really grateful to see that, that he's doing well. Um, grateful that he remembered me after so many years. Uh, but yeah, it worked for him. I was surprised too that it did, and I didn't understand why. But again, interesting de- uh, detail, a uh, very interesting data point. So it gave me something to uh, to log and to um, to kind of uh, think about and do some more research on. Based on what this article is saying, this very short article with no other links to, uh, to substantiate what they're saying and 
and whatnot. And it may require a little more digging on my part just to see. But uh, I wasn't expecting that, that uh, they are seeing some positive results with helping people with that behavior, that specific overuse of alcohol. And that is interesting. I wish they had mentioned somewhere that uh, somewhere in that article about which alkaloid they had found, which one of the 25, or I guess 23, since the other two, we already kind of have an idea of how they're working. Um, Which of the other 23 are the most active in helping people with this? Gosh, it's positive all around. Um, Glad that there's a way to help people with such a thing. Alcohol abuse is very, very serious. The ages are even more frightening and alarming, 12 and up. It's uh, scary. I can say that um, I was definitely a part of that demographic growing up. So ages 12 and up, I did excessively drink and smoke and use drugs. Um, I thought it was normal for, for my age group, but it wasn't. And in fact, after like a decade of suppression, um, it, did, it did begin to manifest in, in horrible, horrible ways. Um, luckily, I wasn't necessarily drinking every day, but when I would... Dosekis. I'm kidding. When I would, uh, I would uh, drink excessively in, in a in a single night, stay up all night, and yeah, it's. Uh, I'm glad that's behind me now. Uh, I live a very fulfilling, happy, and um, healthy life now, minus all the pizza and and horrible food that I occasionally eat. So yeah, that's quite an interesting development. And I'll keep you guys posted on more if I discover more about this. If you are somebody uh, between ages and uh, 12 and up, uh, if you are going through this, I would say between 12 and 17, seek some help. Speak to somebody. People don't believe that it's actually that useful, but you can you can gain a lot by at least sharing your your troubles with somebody that's impartial and is just willing to listen, no judgment, just listen. If you're above 18, 18 and above, and you're going through this, uh, it's I guess you can say it's worth a try. It doesn't hurt if you're going to keep an open mind and you are ready for a drastic change in your lifestyle. And with that, I want you guys to have a fantastic weekend. Do something epic. I'll catch you guys on the next one. Mm-hmm.